Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We're your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right. This is episode number 120. Yes. Yes. 120. We're almost to 125, Chris. We're almost, a, we're, we are approaching. Approaching a quarter of the way to episode 200. We better start planning this oh thing now. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> That's over a year away. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, it was episode 100 is still a uh, a fresh memory in my mind. It really is. The, yeah. uh, all of the, uh, the the craziness that, that had with that. Yes, so, yes. Know. It was good. It was a great one. Yeah. Everybody should check it out. You should embed it in the, uh, okay. in the post here. Everyone should go check it out. The YouTube video. We did a, a full YouTube video of, uh, of episode 100, yeah. and it was really fun. We had uh, basically every single guest we'd ever had on the podcast before on the show. Yep. And uh, did kind of a, a talk show esque kind of thing. Yes. Um, so you should definitely check it out. So, so I, um, I, speaking of putting some things in the podcast, I don't remember if I was supposed to put anything in the podcast notes for last week uh-huh. because we recorded it two weeks ago. Uh-huh. But I didn't because okay. I couldn't remember it. Okay. So if anybody went to the website yeah. looking for what we had talked about, mm-hmm. um, I uh, apologize because I forgot everything that I talked about. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it at this point like it's been a long time, Chris. It's been a while. It's been like 2 weeks. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> what was that? I don't know, isn't that a song? It's, it is a song, but what song is it? I can't remember. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be driven right, you, insane you, you, until you, you, this you, you, happens. You keep talking and I'll um, look it up. So, so it's funny, like, I was thinking about, uh, I was like, oh, man, I don't know what we're going to what we're gonna talk about this week or whatever uh, earlier today. And so I look it up on the thing. I was like, wait, we haven't been together for like two weeks. There's lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, dude. So uh, so you went to Dallas. I did go to Dallas. I um, I went to Dallas for work and I uh, got to do, got a couple of runs in while I was did at you, Dallas. Did you get cool. a gigantic stained, belt buckle? Saying it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay. Anyway, that's right. It is. I did not get a belt buckle. Past. Um, I really just like I didn't really get anything. I feel like <gasps> as John after you get off the plane, I really feel like that that in Texas, while in Texas, you yeah. you should have to wear a gigantic belt buckle. I did get something for you that I just remembered, and then you should have to like give it back before you get back on the plane. Like you before just wear you, it in yeah. Dallas, yeah, like or like in Texas. Whenever you cross state oh, okay. lines, Anytime they just give you a big belt buckle. I that'd be amazing. They need actually. these. Uh, they need those. Uh, like a like a gate to, to stop you. Like yes. like as you're going into Disney World or yes. whatever, you know they'll stop you and hand pass out your belt buckles. Yeah, you know wear it at all times while you're in Texas, yeah. and then then whenever you leave, they take them back. You yeah. Know? So, so John. Yeah. I did get you something. This is exciting. But I forgot to bring it. Chris, is this going to be like the, one of those times? So <laughs> I was telling you about this. It was last Christmas. Last Christmas. Or maybe it was during my birthday this past year. But literally like six months earlier, you, I was like, oh, you could get me that for, for Christmas. And then you were like, no, I've already got your Christmas gift. Yeah. What was and then, this? And, and then, yeah. And I was like, I was like, well, wait, what? I was like, well, what if I, what if I buy it? Um, what if I buy it for myself <laughs> in the six months between now and then? And you're like, no, no, you'll never buy this for yourself. <laughs> and then we get to Christmas and I'm super pumped about like getting oh this gift. Gosh. And you're like, I won't. What was that? I don't even. You were like, I, we've got you something completely different a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I still don't remember what that. I remember. I remember saying all those things. So this this is going to be another gift that's going to be floating out there in the world somewhere. You don't think it was? <laughs> it wasn't that Batman like. Uh, 
the Batman tank top, tank top that I no, brought but that you. was like two years ago. Uh, that was a while ago. It was awesome. I love that thing. Right. In the winter I wasn't, months, I, wasn't I wear ta- that constantly under my shirts. I wasn't talking about that, was I? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't. Was, it was because it was after you'd already given me that. I don't know, man. It was it, that's anyway. So this we can add this <laughs> to, to, to the list of of presents that Chris buys John, oh, yeah. but somehow <laughs> it lost. forgets forgets about. Oh, that's the thing is, I'll probably like I'll probably move and I'll be like, oh, oh, here it is, here it is. <laughs> here's the here's the hidden compartment in my closet that, that houses all these Christmas gifts we buy people. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm glad you reminded me of that because I don't remember what that is either, but. <laughs> I do know what I got you last week, nice. and I'll bring it next week. Awesome, or awesome. Wait. Well, maybe, yeah, because I was going to do it on the show. Okay, so we'll do it on the podcast. I'm, either, I'm okay get, waiting. I, I didn't know this existed until two minutes ago, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I can wait another week or so. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll wait a week. Um, but yeah, so uh, so how was Dallas? Dallas was fun? Dallas was fun. Yeah? Yeah. Um, a lot, lot of good food. Yeah, I was about to say, when, lots of barbecue. When, did you have any really spicy Mexican food? No, I didn't have any. Me- well, uh, did I have like no. a, a good spicy Tex-Mex, Chris? No, no I didn't do any Tex-Mex. So ah. we, I did barbecue twice, which was this like uh, a really small joint that like had really good reviews, and it nice. was like literally the size of this room. Nice. Um, Those and the they best. had a big, they had a big uh, 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 smoker in there and all kind of stuff. But then I also went to this um, restaurant called Smoke. Okay. Okay. Everything smoked, <laughs> and they uh, they they we ordered like this big sampler platter had their ribs. What? Their, Brisket, their pulled pork, um, their bacon. So you've heard of smoked bacon. <laughs> you've heard of meat in the threes. This is just the meat. Yeah, they also make their own pickles. So they had bread and butter pickles that they make <laughs> on their own. They had cheese. Uh, basically, I forgot they called but it. Were but these it was all cheese smoked? Grits. Yeah, like, like the even, pickles were well, smoked. Listen, well, the, I don't. Th- I don't know if the pickles were smoked, but like even the cheese grits. So they had cheese grits, and it came in like this ceramic kind of thing, and it's all baked over. The cheese is inside it and on top, but it was smoky flavored, which means they like stuck it in there for a second at least, and then pulled it out. What? Like it, but it was amazing. You know, like it was really good. It's good smoke. They had all these uh, different kinds of barbecue sauce, like from different areas of the country that you could yep. put on. Yep. And um, the most interesting one, where was that from? I can't remember where it was from. Um, but it was um, it's kind of like sweet and spicy. Okay, did, not not like sweet and sour sauce, but like it, um, I don't know. It was hard to describe. Did they have? Here's a question, and we may get into some uh, some some territory here mm. where some people might get mad at me for saying something. But where is, was there quote unquote white barbecue sauce no. there? No. Okay. I do not like whenever you have white barbecue sauce. I feel like it's not barbecue sauce. It doesn't well, qualify. It's not real barbecue sauce, people. I agree with that. There was some kind of like it was some kind of like um, honey mustard kind of concoction that they had. Yeah, it was like honey, a darker honey mustard. Hmm. It wasn't as like mustardy and. But they didn't and, bill it as barbecue sauce. It wasn't billed as barbecue See, sauce. See, white no. barbecue sauce. That's the problem I have with it. Is that people bill it as barbecue sauce like i yeah. whenever i go to like nukes like uh, yeah. i think that's everywhere like a chain yeah. you go to nukes and you get like the nukes q and it's a white right. barbecue sauce with like pork or whatever and it's really right. good it's delicious but it's not barbecue sauce right it's not barbecue so like i had basically between those two places i had um very like low end but really really good barbecue okay with the sanders small sandwich I like place it. i like it and then super high end Really, really good barbecue. <laughs> but the Dude. thing is, they're both really, really good. And I don't, you know, like, that's when in my mind, I'm like, these are completely different experiences, number one. Yeah. You know, number two, um, I'm happy with either one of them. Yeah. But I I will say, I think my, my favorite um, part of both of those meals were was the brisket. 
It was so good. The brisket, dude. It brisket, was like candy. Brisket is so good. I was telling it you the other day. It melted in my mouth. Whenever we went to, uh, before you left, like a few couple weeks ago, before yeah. the last podcast, yeah. I think it was whenever we did this. Yeah. Uh, we went to Edley's. Um, yeah. Uh, here in here in Nashville. Yeah. If you haven't been to Edley's, go to Edley's. And it's really good. In, um, in Nashville. In Nashville, yeah. And uh, anyway, so the uh, they were out of brisket. Yep. And I was telling you that brisket prices, like it, whenever the barbecue kind of revolution hit, the brisket prices went way through the roof or whatever. Right. Um, because everybody wanted brisket. They found out what this actually was. So, um, so yeah, uh, dude, you just got an awesome trade. I on, did. I on got a Star Wars uh, card trader. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about two weeks ago, Chris, how we kind of cooled on this app. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm back in. Now I'm getting a lot of good trades. I'm getting like, sucked back in. The thing is, I think it, there's been an influx of new people somehow. Yeah. And so I'm getting a lot of lot of good trades right now. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really cool. Um. Anyway, so uh. So yeah, definitely go to Edley's. But bar, but brisket is uh. It, like used to be able to go out and get brisket, just brisket, you know, because mm-hmm. it wasn't a really desirable piece of meat. But then whenever people started figuring out that brisket was what these awesome barbecue joints we're using uh they just the prices went through the roof and they started everybody's buying up all the brisket right um yeah and uh what is the there's another place there on um oh well it's over by belmont uh, another um what another barbecue another place? barbecue place that's see really in the good. south and in in the southwest you can kind of throw a rock and hit a barbecue place but so here's the thing i went there the i went there before i went to dallas um, yeah. the night before and um, they were out of brisket as well by the time I got there. What? So like basically, if you want yeah. brisket, don't go at dinner time. Go at lunch. Yeah, because they uh, they only like do a certain amount, and and I, get, I don't know if that has to do with the expenses because I mean obviously if you've wasted brisket, that's a lot of money left on the oh, like, yeah. that you're just throwing away uh, at that point. And so like you definitely don't want to ever have but too much. Still, but at, by dinner time, I feel like you should have your full menu. But right. anyway. Anyway, that's I don't know the ins and the outs of the restaurant business. Martin's Barbecue Joint on Belmont Boulevard. Nice. It was delicious. They have something called um, oh man, what was it called? It was called the. Hang on, I'm gonna look it up. It's something taco, but it's not a taco. But it's not a taco. No, let me let me pull up the menu. Are we gonna have a situation, Chris, like the barbecue where it's a uh, they call it a taco, but it's not a taco, and it just it just makes me angry. no. It will not. This will not make. This could not. Could not make it's you angry. It's so delicious. It could not possibly yeah. frustrate you. No, not at all. Okay, so it's loading here. The redneck taco, John. Okay. Is barbecue on top of our cornbread hoe cake topped with saw and sauce. Choose between pork, brisket, sausage, chicken, turkey, or catfish. Dude, that's super strange. Pick it with two sides. Well, like, see, here's, it's amazing though. Here's how I so, feel about some of some of that description is yeah. that they've just made up words, Chris. Well, yeah, the the hoe cake. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's somewhat offensive. But this is what I think it me- means. <laughs> but, uh, so their cornbread isn't traditional. Like, um, it's not uh, cornbread like uh, muffin kind of stuff, you know, or or even cake kind of stuff. Their cornbread looks like pancakes. Nice. So it's like pan, uh, pancake-style cornbread, okay? And then they pile the um, barbecue on top of that with slaw and sauce, and you could you could literally pick it up and put it in your mouth. The thing is, you'd have, That's to, awesome. you'd have to scrape off some of the, uh, the meat first because it's just piled so high that you couldn't really fold it in the, the way that I got so it. So as far as like a taco goes, like it's, That's like, what, it's as if it, a taco, like you took a tortilla and then you put your stuff on and then put another tortilla on top. It's like a taco sandwich. Uh, no, it's not a sandwich. So it's just like, it's just the cornbread's just on the bottom. Oh, it's only on the bottom. It's not yeah. on both sides. Yeah. Mm. And so you could just, you could pick it up and fold it over like a taco and eat it. 
Um, so speaking yeah. of amazing cornbread, we're this is like the food cast, Chris. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> this is the food cast. Um, but out in uh, L.A., so yeah. out in California at Huntington Beach, like yeah. on Huntington Beach, there's a place like right on the the beachfront. Yeah, that's called Sandy's, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And we go there every time we go out there it just to, to eat there, eat brunch, and then yeah. watch. Like, it's right next to the uh, the volleyball courts and stuff. So nice. like, you can watch people play volleyball and like, watch awesome. the waves come in, surfers out there. It's right near the pier. Uh, go there and, and get You have to tell me where this is at. Is that, John? It's, it's at Huntington Beach, right on the pier. Because I want to go there. Like, it's right at the pier. Okay. Um, and uh, they have the most delicious mm. cornbread. Mm. Like, they, they fix it in a, uh, a, a iron, like a cast iron skillet. Yeah. And they bring you the cast iron skillet and put it on the thing. But it's it's like so delicious. They give you this butter that's like cinnamon butter. What? And you just smear it on it. Oh, it's so good. It's oh, it, man. literally, it's some of the best. Like it was better cornbread than I've had here in the South. And I realized that what? that is just. That's blasphemous. That is blasphemous. That's like saying you had better sweet tea out there than you have here. No, the sweet tea is not as good out there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's delicious. So everybody go there yeah. and get it. It might even right. be like, it might even have like uh, something else in it, like jalapenos or something. Like it's, it has a little bit of spice in there, yeah, yeah. uh, within the cornbread and it's yeah. just phew, so good. So, Mind bendingly delicious. Um, two more things that I have Well, we can keep talking about food if we want to, <laughs> but two more food things that I have first. Yes. Um, there's another place called peg leg porker in Nashville. Have you been there? No, I, I have haven't not. been there yet. No. I've heard it is also very, very good. Again, you're in Nashville. You throw throw a stone and uh-huh. you can hit any great, delicious barbecue joint. Right. And, well, and I'm starting to, like, you know, up north is all pizza. You know, oh, like it is. you throw a stone, a stone and there's a pizza place it's in amazing. every small town. And yeah, it's amazing. And and so you kind of become a pizza connoisseur where, like, okay, there's differences here versus here versus yeah. here. You know, and it's like that all the way to the East Coast. Yeah. Um, but I'm starting to get a, a feel for the differences in the barbecue at all these mm. different places. You know, something that I had, I, like, it's something that kind of develops over time. Because at first, you're just kind of like, well, barbecue's barbecue. No. For sure. It's not. So, Chris, here's what needs to happen. Yeah. Um, every time you do one of these these places, yeah. you need to do a review of it on Periscope <laughs> or or on, like, YouTube or something like yeah, that. And just, yeah. just literally just give some thoughts, you know? Yeah. If only for your own journaling's sake. I like, like Just that. so that you can go back in time and be like... I've been to the this many barbecue places. <laughs> That's true. That'd if be I were to count cool. up how many barbecue, I couldn't oh, couldn't man. tell you how many barbecue yeah, I, places I've eaten. I haven't been keeping track. I mean, so. and some of them like don't like some of them uh, because like just with any business, some of them go out of business. Yeah, that's and true. so like I've been to barbecue places that don't exist anymore. Yeah, and uh, anyway, so yeah, we should uh, we should we should whenever we find ourselves in that, we should just do that. Yes, yeah. and that way we'll have a record. You and I should uh, check out the peg leg porker though. Yes, we should. It's downtown. It's in the Gulch. We should kick off our uh, our review with that. It's in the Gulch. That's interesting. Wait, which review? Oh, the, the, oh what, the, what you're describing? Yeah, yeah, the barbecue. The barbecue yeah. tour. Yeah, or I don't know if it's like in the the Gulch proper, but it's in that area. Yeah, it's the let's call it the Stay on Target barbecue uh, barbecue tour. I like it, dude. That'd be amazing. Yeah, and it's we just could, it's we a world tour. We can call it a world tour. Have our list. Um, yes, we need to go to another country well, and go we to a barbecue to go, joint. We need to go to Korea and get uh, the Korean mm. barbecue. Mm. True Korean barbecue. Yes, because uh, uh, our cousin, Matt, uh, yeah. Matt Dean, who's been on the podcast before, yeah. um, was telling me about some really cool really cool uh, like Korean barbecue places they've been to. Speaking so. of Korean barbecue, yeah. whenever I was in... Um, this is the food cast. <laughs> yeah. This is 15 minutes of food. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Which would be another great name for uh, for something. 15, 15 minutes, minutes of food. food. Yes. 
Dude, okay, we're gonna figure this out. Okay, whenever I was um, down in West Palm Beach earlier this uh, this year, yeah, um, there was a place right downtown. There, I forget what the street's called. Like, what was hilarious is we were talking to somebody, and she's like, "Oh, you have to go to this street," and we're like, "Ah, okay, cool, we'll go, we'll go there." And then we get down there, and it's like, "Yeah, everything, everything is literally on this street that is worth going to." <laughs> the entire like that's the only real like the only street in town. Uh, I mean, basically, yeah. Like, so is you it know, very small or is it very just a long town? No, well. So, because I remember we used to live in Broughton, yeah, uh, in Illinois, which the downtown we joked consisted of a Coke machine. Well, I mean, it, this is um, you know, West Palm Beach, was, so it's substantially was, larger. Okay, but yeah, that's what I was saying. Is like you know that town is like literally is just on one street, yeah. and and so I was just wondering if it was a large town that was just a really long street, no, or like, if it's just I would compare it to you know like um uh, like Twelfth Avenue South here okay. is in, in in Nashville here, like where it's just like a string and blocks a, a few blocks worth of restaurants and eateries gotcha. and clubs and stuff like that. And so, so it is as if like if as if that was the only one of those in right. in Nashville. Right. But there's like six or seven right. of those. So right. yeah. So like this is the place to go. And it, like we went on a uh I think we were down there on a Friday night and it was hopping. Like there was a concert going on over in like this kind of like uh, area with a fountain and kind of like a mini park kind of area. Nice. There's like this cool ice cream place. Anyway, there was a cool sushi place we went to, but Ooh. there was um, uh, a place called the Al- Alchemy or the Alchemist or something like that. And that sounds about right. They had Korean truck tacos. Dude. That were. Amazing. Okay, so you Some say of the best you, you, tacos. Was it a truck or was it like no. uh, you say it's a truck? You say Korean truck tacos. Well, you know, like that you get the recipe from like Korean taco trucks. Ah, and and then it's in the restaurant. You Excellent. just order it. That's cool. And it was so good. Oh man, so good. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, go ahead. So speaking of Korean things, whenever we were in Iowa, yeah, we had a thing called kimchi. Yes, which is like, kimchi. This yeah. had the kimchi on it, the yeah, green truck tacos. It, which was something unlike I'd ever had, but uh but but yeah, so kimchi. That was my first experience with kimchi was whenever we went to uh, went to Iowa. Yeah, it's pre- it's Iowa. pretty wild. It is nuts. Like uh we had a lot of it. And, because like <laughs> we, we went Well, we it. went to this place and they had like dumplings, uh like Korean dumplings and um and kimchi. Yeah. And so we got got the the kimchi and the the dumplings. And the dumplings were really good and the kimchi was really good. And it can be spicy. Yeah, very spicy. Yeah. Um, Delicious. The last thing I wanted to talk about was this place in Dallas. Apparently, it's a it's a burger place that originated in Dallas, and I don't know how far out it's gone. But there's like two in Dallas. But this nice place called Twisted Root Burger. Okay, number one, it's amazing because they have exotic meats. Mm. So like they have buffalo, bison, um, kangaroo, um, random other things that I can't remember right now. Burgers. Okay, I I just stuck with the buffalo burger. Yeah. Go with the, um, go with the classic. Yeah, the the, the classic alternate. Yeah. meat yeah. to to beef, um, and it, it's all delicious. It's, it's it's all like natural and all kind of stuff. Yeah, um, they had this, their uh, their own uh, soda that they make there. Um, one of them is similar to the pharmacy here in Nashville, like with no, like a phosphate. Kind it's of not a thing? phosphate, but okay. like it's in the fountain machine. But they, it's like exclusive to them, and they make it like it's their own brand. Ah, basically. I see. But um, it was uh, root beer and caramel. Nice, and it was delicious. That sounds amazing. And then they had one. It was bubblegum lemonade. Bubblegum lemonade. Uh huh. And it tasted like bubblegum. But was it like? Did it have a lemon flavor? Yes. What? It was crazy, That's dude. Amazing. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was really, really good. Had a, uh, um, a shake there. Do you shake remember uh, in 
Epcot. I think you might have you've been to the World of Coke, right? Down in yeah. Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, but they have a World of Coke in in Epcot. I've never been to the one in Atlanta, really? but they have like it's not like it's not like the full thing, but it's like oh, you go it's, into the it's, little it's, shop. It's all the flavors right. and stuff. You okay. can taste all the flavors. It's not like the whole history of everything. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. But the uh, the flavor Beverly is terrible. Um, that, is that the one that they give you to like clean your palate? No, I don't know. Like there's there's all these ones. And it's on the end, and uh-huh. it's just it's called Beverly, and it's I, I don't know which country it's from, like yeah. or whatever. But it is it is. I have no idea who would like drink that <laughs> that drink for enjoyment. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> whenever we're at World of Coke, the country that had the best tasting besides besides us i think best tasting yeah. sodas was south africa nice they have some really good sodas down that's there that's awesome that's awesome yeah um yeah i mean it's just you know <laughs> i love how i love how it's all subjective too cuz like there was like people in there who were like literally just loving beverly whenever we were in there cuz they were from like they're from some other country but they were like loving it and then they didn't like some of these other like really sweet ones that are from the us and stuff yeah. and so you're just like man it's just a wild world where everyone's taste buds are subjective and it's all dependent on, you know, where you're where you're from, that sort of thing. So, yeah, crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was the food cast, Chris. The food. Welcome to the food cast, guys. Um, let's spend 20, 20, 20 minutes of food. 20 minutes over 20 minutes of food. Yeah. So well, we back, have a back to entertainment. Yeah, we have a little bit of news this week. So the news. The news is not we're at eight tonight, John. <laughs> what if what if you were like, so the news is there's some new video game, you know, flavor or, or themed restaurants in town. <laughs> actually <laughs> like you just dive there, back in. There, actually there's a bar called oh, no. uh, Two Bits oh, no. and they have um, all, all the entertainment systems. Uh, so arcade games? No, no, no. Or? We're talking like they have a Sega Genesis oh, and a Super awesome. Nintendo and all this kind of stuff. You can play them at your table. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. And board games. They have board games there as well. That's really cool. And we, their own... Here um, in town? Here uh-huh. in Nashville? And their own brews, which are I have heard are terrible. We need to go there, Chris. Uh-huh. We, we should. Need, we play need some, to go there. Play some video games. Yeah, dude. I would love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I have heard their food is good. So even though any brews are not good, the, yeah. uh, the food was good. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Love it. Yeah. All right, so the news. The news. Diving in. All right, so uh, I wanted to talk a little bit. This is kind of a news kind of analysis as okay. well. Um, it's As always. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, sometimes we just kind of, well, no, we, I guess we always analyze it, don't we? So. Yeah. Today, YouTube launched YouTube Gaming, which is a new streaming site. Mm. It, well, yeah, it's, it's its own site, and it, but it's their foray into streaming games like as a platform you know where it's not just like oh well, you can stream on youtube amongst all the other videos it's you're streaming on youtube amongst all of other these streamers other, yeah and, and then basically you can search for per uh for streams per game all this kind of stuff they're basically taking twitch on um head on that's interesting um i guess like so my first question is so i have a youtube channel like or so say target has a youtube channel right can we now stream um from that same channel like is it is it the same tag does it show up in the same place whenever it archives it does it archive it as a youtube video in a specific channel or like how does that work because i always thought that if youtube did this Mm -hmm. integration so that it's not only because like with twitch the problem i have with twitch is they only keep archives up to a certain point and then they're just gone yeah twitch is a very much like uh, a live tv thing like if if it's not live then it it ceases to matter anymore. Like it does, you know. It, I wouldn't watch an archived thing very often. Right. 
Pull um, up. Uh, why don't you pull it up real fast? Okay, cool. <laughs> but uh, but like I was thinking, like if if YouTube did this, and then at the end of your stream, so yeah. you end the stream, then it uploads it to your channel in a specific right. folder or whatever yeah. um, for you know streaming. Then I thought that that would be the ultimate way of of like merging right. um, both on demand video and live. I don't know why it wouldn't. We probably. Um, should I, I think what we need we should do a review of it um, after it's out for about a week or two something like that that's kind of my plan with this but and just pay attention to it maybe have Josh Fulton on um, so it's called YouTube Live, live? Uh, no called? not live events that's what we like remember we were using that at one point oh that's right yeah, for, so, so for YouTube games YouTube games uh-huh. okay and uh, yeah like uh, you you do it through your through your YouTube site so there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to. YouTube gaming. YouTube gaming. Is it gaming.youtube.com? Yeah. So if you can you can see all the games over on the side over there on the left, correct? That's mm. all is that games and stuff? Yeah. Um and then there's channels I think over on the right that you can watch. Um different people streaming right now. And uh kind of pops up and like there's just a, like a just a scrolling kind of thing up there of the the most watched streams right now. They're up yeah. at the top. And then you get recommended based on your views of other videos, like, so that's that's what I think is kind of cool. Is like depending on what kind of videos you've watched um, and gameplay you've watched um, on YouTube, it will recommend um, yeah streamers that stream those games. Yeah, like I've watched uh, a lot of like the Rocket Jump videos and stuff, so they're yeah. suggesting that I follow uh, Rocket Jump uh, here on YouTube uh, gaming. So yeah, and and so you know it's it's kind of cool. Um, my uh, my big question is, you know, uh, and I think what I want to talk about is what kind of impact will this have on Twitch, on Beam, and um, my biggest analysis piece is the fact that, and just because something like this launches doesn't mean that um, the audience for watching gameplay grows or explodes by any means, but it just means it fractures into more than one. Um, website and so like, is that good? Slash, uh, what you know? What, what? How many streaming services could we as a gaming community sustain? That's true. Um, there's you know, I guess the first the first thought I have on some of that is that yes, I think that you know while you probably don't have um, you know six billion people watching Twitch because you know it, so not everyone in the in the marketplace is watching Twitch um, or is watching streaming games. Um, so I mean, there's still a lot of people to pull into that, and there's still probably a lot of gamers to pull into that because think about the people like if you just look at the number of consoles sold, so just console gaming alone um, at any at any time time you know i don't think you have that many users on twitch like that many people viewing someone's stream on twitch um or people you know just streams on twitch so i i mean i don't know that it's gonna it just it really depends on how it works out like if they go directly for twitch um which honestly by the design it looks a lot like twitch so i i think that they probably are gonna go right right for those people um then you know it's it, it, will those people jump ship will those people you know uh move somewhere else and are there enough new users to uh to do it so something that was interesting um 
about Beam whenever it first started out. Yeah. There was a very limited number of people streaming certain games. Right. And so whenever someone would say, hey, I'm going to stream this game, mm-hmm. the people who are on Beam who want to watch that game all yeah. pile over there. So like they would get a lot of follows, a lot of views, a lot of, a lot of awesome uh, things happening. Whereas like you know, those people, there was obviously a need in that marketplace. But so the Beam people obviously weren't going over to Twitch. Um, and so like they were on beam most of the time. And yeah. so they wouldn't go over to Twitch and cause like obviously Twitch at this point, basically any game you could possibly want has at least 20 or 30 people, uh, streaming at any time. And so you can, you know, you can get your fix for that specific game over there. But if, if you're specifically dedicated to beam or I guess now YouTube gaming, I don't see necessarily that you'll jump ship and go to Twitch. Like, I really don't know. The other thing um, that could be good about this is that competition in the marketplace will inevitably make things better because Twitch, while it, like, since it's launched, the interface really hasn't changed that much. Um, the mobile app, I always struggle with finding things in the mobile app. Um, and I always, like you said, like with suggests, like suggestions in Twitch and things are just not as effective as, as I wish they were a lot of times. Yeah. Um, so I guess ease of use of the user experience side of Twitch is just not as good. And so if, if YouTube can come in and, and and more streamline that and make that better, yeah. that'd be amazing. However, YouTube is also sometimes like harder to use. Right. Um, like other than just searching for a video and, and going to it, if you are uploading something to YouTube or, or you are a content creator, the tools there, there are so many tools that you can use that it becomes a little bit confusing sometimes about mm-hmm. where, you know, which menu you need to be in, which type of event are you scheduling? Right. Where do you schedule that event from? So, I mean, if they can streamline uh, the Twitch side of things, like if so, if they can take Twitch on and make a better user experience from content creation as well as curation to the, the the people who watch, I think that will really be a good thing, and maybe it'll it'll shock Twitch out of its kind of uh, uh, sleep here. I mean, yeah, I mean, it really it really hasn't changed. Who bought Twitch? Um, I forgot. Was it Amazon? Mm, I think so. Well, they were yeah, they were thinking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember who actually they, did. I think, I think Amazon bought them. So let me look. Um, yeah. So like. I think I, I am of the belief that competition is good uh, for any company and for any industry. Yeah, Amazon bought Twitch for $970 million in cash. Sheesh. Um, and so, like, uh, I, I like I like competition. I think it, it breeds uh, new ideas. It breeds um, better UI, you know, in terms of websites. It, I mean, it, it just it forces... Um, both parties to up their game continually. Yeah. And, um, I, th- and in that sense, I don't think beam was necessarily pushing the envelope on Twitch yet. I've heard, you know, I think they have some things in the works and they could in the future, but, um, they aren't yet. YouTube though is a big enough platform already. There's so many people who are, um, YouTube, uh, um, posters, you know, they, they are YouTubers. Yeah. They post their videos. They can also stream. You've got people who um, are, you know, going over to uh, YouTube and from Twitch and are seeing success already. And uh, I've talked to um, or talked, heard about a couple of those already today. And so, yeah, um, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, and I think they will like it will force um, Twitch to be like, okay, well, what are they getting right? What are they getting wrong? Um, and then, well, you know, how do we uh, how do we adapt? Um, so I, I, I like that aspect of it. I guess it's just it, you know. 
if we fracture the viewer base so much, you know, because there are people who like they're just solely like they just watch on Twitch, yeah. You know? But and you know, say you want to be you want to broadcast on YouTube, right? Well, I mean, you're not going to get those views. Does yeah. that you know, that hurts you kind of as a streamer? Yeah, it, it behooves you to broadcast to both, I guess. Yeah, you know, if you can. You know, it's interesting. Like with with this, I'm thinking also of other technology companies. So not just like gaming, but other technology companies that something similar has happened to you, like social media. Back in the day, we had MySpace and then, you know, Facebook took over, but then Twitter came in. And so the ones that actually kind of stick around and the, and the ones that it's not like everybody just abandons, you know, like with MySpace, everybody basically just abandoned their MySpaces in order to get on Facebook. Um, and so, because they weren't that different and, and Facebook was doing it better. Right. Um, and then, so then Twitter comes along and it's completely different. Like it, it's not really completely different, but well, it's different. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's, it's a different theory around social right. media. And so that's the one, like the, they're, they're living and thriving side by side mm-hmm. because they do different things. And then, so recently we had Periscope, uh, mm-hmm. that started, that was a Twitter thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you can live stream from your phone right. and, uh, and talk to people. And then now Facebook has their, their Facebook live stream. Mm-hmm. And so you can stream to Facebook now and it'll right. do that. And so those aren't different enough in my mind in order to actually like, I mean, is the like Facebook you said, live stream embedded in Facebook though? Yeah, it's not a separate app. It's not a separate. So app. So that's, I guess, what the, what they have going for it. But right. then you have things like Facebook Messenger, which are a different app for no reason. Right. But I mean, and at that, it's you know, you uh, it archives your your videos for later, so people can just go on your your Facebook page and just look at your videos. I mean, so. You, but again, they both do the exact same thing. They're the same concept where I want to be able to interact with people uh, via video live in real time. Yeah. And so but those concepts, so it's like I, the people who were on Periscope are going, well, I guess I should do both. And so they're splitting their time between the two. And I mean, where do you go with that? And so that's the same thing with the content providers on Twitch where it's like, uh, I, there's an audience over there too, or is everybody just going to have two things? Cause I mean, people who have Facebook also have a Twitter, right? Um, most of the time, but it's, but in this scenario, you only have so much time. And I, I would only assume that the viewers of these things would only really have, uh, time to be embedded in one, you know, uh, I guess, Inf- you know, uh, infrastructure. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're not going to be on both all the time. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, for popular Twitch streamers, if their viewer base starts dropping off mm. lower than normal. Yeah. And if it does, then it's like, well, where are they going? Probably YouTube gaming. Yeah. And um, we'll just, we'll see how that kind of works out. Uh, I, I, you know, I do, th- comparing the streaming capabilities of, um, Twitch versus YouTube, at least from a viewer's, viewer's perspective, they both broadcast E3 this past year. Yeah. Twitch went down. Yeah. For a large section of it. Yeah. And YouTube did not. And so, like, I ended up watching everything on YouTube. Well, that's, um, you know, and, and as I've said, like, I, I don't really do a ton on um, Twitch, uh, like, as far as streaming goes. Um, I watch some things on Twitch. I, I, I love, you know, watching a few people that I that follow or whatever. But... If, if those people went somewhere else, I would go somewhere else too, probably. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, if, if that happens, you know, the, I think content creators is more the thing. Like if you follow the creator and I think a lot of people do follow these streamers, um, 
And so I think that, you know, they're going to they're going to move with the, the creators. Yeah. Um but I, then again, if there is a whole new pe- brand of creators who are like, well, I, I didn't like the Twitch thing. I didn't do the Twitch thing. It wasn't easy. And then now YouTube appeals to them and they say, hey, yeah, I'm going to become a new content creator. You're going to have uh, an influx of both new content creators and probably new users that were right. just complete. They, were, they weren't doing any streaming. Well, it'll, before. Be, it'll be interesting to see also, I think, um, for instance, I know um, uh, Fultron. Whenever he's, uh, whenever he streams, he's been on the show before. Whenever he streams, he had been posting a short video to YouTube to his subscribers that says, "Hey, I'm over on Twitch streaming mm. right now. Come see me." If Interesting. He, if he streams on YouTube, doesn't have to do that anymore. Yeah, it'll just pop up and show you know like he's streaming. Well, and then as far as his YouTube channel goes, like he has you know so many uh, video series on on YouTube that is already there that he pre-records and then uploads. And so this would be just another thing that it's like, hey, if he's doing a streaming on YouTube as well, and it's going to archive all that stuff, it's just more content on YouTube. Like right. it's it's more content in one place versus uh, less content on Twitch and less content on YouTube and less content on Beam. It's just more content in one place. So um, I did want to ask about, uh, does YouTube have a live streaming app yet for uh, Xbox One or PlayStation 4, or is it pretty much just PC at the moment? Does what Xbox have a what? No, uh, does 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 YouTube yes. gaming have an app uh, to stream from your Xbox One uh, or PS4? Right? Not now? that I not that I know of. Okay, and, and even you know, Beam doesn't have that. Like they'll have to they'll have to partner with these companies and actually do it. Um, yeah. And so yeah, there's a huge limitation there in terms of like just the general consumer. You might not have a capture device, the ability to stream to your computer um, via a capture device. And so you're still going to stream on Twitch if you're streaming straight from your console. Right. Um, so, I mean, Twitch is the established, yeah. you know. It's the uh, standard. Yeah, he's, it's the established person in his game, you know, like, and they're the ones to beat. And it's YouTube's to either win or lose, you know. Right. So we'll see. They got that Google money, Chris. Um, they do have the Google money, and I I think they have a, a better um, they have a better handle on video and what video is and can be can be done with video. For sure. um, so you know we'll we'll just see how it goes. So Chris, another thing that uh, that I've been up to this week is oh we forgot to do the what have you been up to this week kind of thing. Well, we were talking about your trip to Dallas, and that's yeah. where we got into the food cast. Was that, what that's we been true. Up to. We've been eating a lot apparently this week. Yeah. Um. Anyway, no. So like last week, I. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you you know I, I I was running. I run a lot. Yeah. And uh, I was running. I was at the end of a, a hill workout, and I, I stepped in a pothole and mm-hmm. twisted my ankle. Right. Sprained my ankle. Right. I sit here in a brace. Yes. In an ankle brace. Yes. Anyway, so I've been uh, I've been catching up on some some video games. Yes. And this is a very is a uh, you know the the Black Ops beta. Mm-hmm. Is a very timely thing, mm-hmm. um, apparently, <laughs> because it happened whenever this happened. This so, true. Like, so yesterday um, was able to download it on Tuesday night mm-hmm. and uh, late Tuesday night, um, and uh, played a bunch of Black Ops Three multiplayer beta. So that's the news. That's in the news. Yeah, the news that's- is that there's the uh, Call of Duty. Uh, three Black Ops multiplayer beta. I mean, Call of Duty Black Ops Three. That's the one. Sorry, I said it all out of multiplayer order. beta. So for Xbox One, it was yeah, PS4 for last week, right? And Xbox One this week. I was out of town, or else I would have played it on my PS4. Correct. So Chris, uh, 
you've played it. You played mm-hmm. it with me last night. Yeah. What was your first thought? My first thought was, holy cow, this is awesome. Um, this is the best feeling Call of Duty multiplayer in, since Black Ops 2, which is yeah. my favorite uh, Call of Duty multiplayer. And this feels amazing. It's kind of a cross between uh, Black Ops 2 and Advanced Warfare, I would say. There's not much of ghosts in there. There's really not much of Advanced Warfare other than like the ideas behind this stuff. It's like they, they had this, this idea of like, hey, let's create... Um, some you know enhanced like where you can you know run on some walls or like you know double jump yeah where it's like it's it's more fluid movement um and so they took that idea but they did it completely differently yeah um and implemented it incredibly well like i would have to say this is a return to form because uh for for call of duty because ever since black ops uh two we had Ghosts was the next one. Mm-hmm. That was the, the first one of this generation. And mm-hmm. man, that thing was weird. It was slow. It, all of the stuff was uh, very, very uh, plotting kind well, of. It I, still I really, looked like it was last gen. Right. It really didn't didn't seem like there was anything really new about it. It almost felt like a step back, right? Yeah. Um, and then we had Advanced Warfare, which felt like a step forward, but it felt like the wrong step forward. Like yeah. it, it was... I, I've, I've been playing, I played a lot of it. I, I've almost gotten to the point on that one where I'm maxed out as far as level goes. Um, so I've almost prestiged. And uh, so then that one is, I've, I've put a lot of time into it. And as I do it, it's like, I'm good at it. I, I get, a, you know, I get high scores, get a, get a lot of kills, have a high KD. But then I just don't have that much fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's, you feel like you um, luck into a lot of things or luck out of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of frog jumping around because of the way the exosuit abilities work. And so I was kind of skeptical going into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had conversations where I was like, oh, I don't know which version of pre-order. I don't know really what I'm doing. I, if it's really good, then I'm going to be all in on it. But if it's right. not, then I'm not. And my my thing with this is definitely a return to form. Like it yeah. really feels like they've they've gotten this right. They've you know, Treyarch, I should have trusted Treyarch because they were the, the developer on the, the last good Call of Duty. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely feeling like I'm going to be into this uh, a lot. Like I'm already just um, up to like level 20 something now on yeah, the beta and awesome. uh, unlocking stuff. Super fun, man. Yeah, the maps, and, or I would say the, 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 the maps and the movement combined yeah. feel a lot like uh, Black Ops 2. Um, in terms of how fast and snappy they are, which I like a lot. Yeah. The, uh, the, the new abilities, like there's, there's additional kind of like movement of, um, uh, choices that you can make. You can mm-hmm. run on walls. Mm-hmm. You can boost in several different directions. You have like this kind of like duration that you can boost within until you, you've used your boost up and then it replenishes. And you, kind of, you can see that on screen. Yeah. Um, then you also have these uh what are they're they not calls? overpowered either like the uh the thing about advanced warfare was it was so different um was you could jump super high whereas on this one it's enhanced uh yeah. it's like an enhanced kind of boost jump but it's really not overpowered right um, and you're not like bunny hopping over everything you know just right because yeah advanced warfare was basically like you just need to get up in the air and then like you know try to just jump around everywhere yeah um they are also borrowing, though, kind of like instead of having exosuit different exosuit abilities, they're borrowing mm, that's right. um, 
you still have the jump, but then they're borrowing kind of the idea of uh, s- specialists. And I think that's what they call them, don't yeah. they? So they have specialists, and you can either have like this bow with explosive rounds. Yeah. You can have gravity spikes. You can have so like special super, boosts. Super abilities, like superpower abilities. Yeah, super abilities. And they, they do replenish like kind of like in Destiny where like, you know, they recharge over time rather than you having to earn them or something like right, that. Right, right. Which is cool. Yeah, I mean, and and you can earn them a little bit faster if you're good. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's definitely like a Destiny esque type thing, um, where even like the gravity spikes, that's exactly the same as like the Titan Super in um, Destiny, where you mm-hmm. jump in the air and you just kind of like smash the ground and it's a shockwave. Mm-hmm. Um, other things, you know, are are they've got some t- abilities that feel like some of the things from Titanfall, like where you could see through walls and stuff mm-hmm. like that, see see your enemies through yeah. walls. Um, so I mean, there's those, definitely some of that. Are those kill streaks or those perks? Or? Those are those are the uh, those are the supers. Like okay. uh, that that one where you can see through the walls is like it sends out a shockwave and it identifies where people are around you through walls. Is that the sparrow and you can specialist? Them. Yes, um, and that's the one that I've been running with mostly. Is just yeah. the, you know that one or the uh, the the bow and arrow. There's a, a nice bow and arrow yeah. with explosive rounds and stuff. The pick ten systems back in terms of your loadouts, and so that comes from Black Ops Two, where you have a choice of 10 different things, you know, whether that's an attachment for a gun or an extra perk or, you know, whatever you want it to be. There are 10 slots. You fill those 10 slots and then you're done, you know? So you can't have quote unquote everything equipped at the same time. You can have a lot equipped at the same time, but you know, it really kind of, the the thing I like about it is that it helps you cater and build classes to your own play style. Yeah. Whereas, the past couple of years, we haven't been able to do that as easily. Right. And I really, really like being able to like, okay, I, I want this, I want this, I want this, I don't want this. And um, just really cater to the play style that I enjoy. And yeah. that makes me enjoy the game more. Yeah. And so as far as like in-match uh, action, like the in-match action, the pacing and uh, the stability yeah. feels so good. Like oh, in, yeah. in, 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 this is just a beta. So in the full game of advanced warfare. Yeah. Um, I find that there are moments whenever I'm running through the level and it's all jittery and it's like, I, I always feel like everybody's kind of floating in between like three different milliseconds. And so it's like, that's why I feel like I, I, you know, you either luck into it or you don't where it's like, I'm shooting at him, you know, where he's going to be or where I think he's going to be in three milliseconds or so. And then hopefully they run into it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, it, even though it's a beta, it feels more stable than that. It feels oh, yeah. tighter. It feels like whenever I'm, I'm, uh, on somebody, I am on somebody. And whenever I'm, you know, uh, my, my I'm aiming down sights. I'm just, I know where they're going to be and I know where the, what, where their momentum is headed. Yeah, so. In terms of that kind of ability and performance, like it's interesting that, um, they give you, they're pretty transparent with, you know, like they say how many packets you're dropping, what yeah. your ping is, like right there on the start menu. And yeah. so, you know, it's real easy to see, do I have a good connection? Like what's happening in this match? Like what's going on? And yeah. uh, it's really, really cool. I really, really like it. Enjoy it a lot. If you have the chance, you should try it out. Um, I'm about to give somebody a chance right now, Chris. I actually used the one that you sent me. Okay, so, so I have one. one more friend token. All right. For, so if you have an Xbox One uh, or an access to an Xbox One, I'm about to read off a, a, a large series, a 25-character right. um, code. So get your pens and papers, and whoever is the first person to, uh, to use this guy, uh, have fun and uh, add us on uh, Xbox. So um, here comes the code. Y F X seven G X three C D M C six D F 
7-7-P-4-Y-4-6-P-9-Z. Use the code. Find us on Xbox. John is... Uh, at Labella 6. And I am Stardust 250 There it is. No spaces on either one of those before the numbers. It's true. Um, and uh, find us. Tell us that you won the code. Yeah. And we will play a match of Call of Duty with you. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be awesome. The beta. The beta. Yep. Yeah. Message us. Add us as friends. Yep. Love it. Um, I think that's about that cover about covers the Call of Duty beta, man. I'm I'm excited about this game. I yeah. think uh, I, I was thinking about purchasing it if other friends purchased it, but I yeah. almost at this point I'm just like I'm gonna purchase it and the season pass. Yeah. So yeah. Well, then that's the news. Okay, Chris. Yeah. So for the main segment. Yes. We're talking about a uh, Stephen Amell, mm-hmm. star of CW's Arrow. Yes. Um, he is the Green Arrow. He is, he all is the, the Green, green Arrow. Man. Um, I don't care if they cast a different person for Oliver Queen and the Arrow in the movies. Why do they ever do that? I don't know. Stephen Amell is, and forever will be, in my mind, the Arrow. He is. And this past Sunday, John, he was on WWE's SummerSlam 2015. It's amazing. And wrestled. Yeah. um, In a tag team match. A tag team match. He wrestled Stardust, his arch enemy. Yeah, I mean, so this has been, the drama has been uh, unfolding over, for weeks now. Yeah, in case you don't know, like, we'll, re- we'll recap real fast. So, so Stephen Amell's a wrestling fan, and he showed up at a match, and um, Stardust, who is a wrestler, um, he uh, kind of he engaged in a stare down with Stephen Amell. Yeah. All right, and uh, then he started t- taunting him on social media. Yeah. And um, Stephen Amell... And even in matches, like, he, he, he used his catchphrase. He said, uh, you have failed the city to someone. Yeah, he starts he started stealing his phrase yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. So Stephen Amell um, showed up on Monday Night Raw a few weeks ago. I guess it was uh, about three weeks ago now. And um, he was just in the audience, chilling. Yeah. Stardust, com- Stardust comes out to uh, to wrestle, and he gets right up in his face and shoves him. And then so Stephen Amell comes and just beats him up. Yeah, he jumped um, on. He jumped into the ring and just you know yeah. yeah. So then uh, Triple H got mad. He decided to uh, um, give Stephen Amell and Neville a match with Stardust and King Barrett. Yeah, a tag team match. Yeah, and that went down this past Sunday at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. It was amazing. In SummerSlam 2015. Dude, so amazing. So if you don't want to be spoiled, we won't spoil you. The, the, the easiest way to watch this is if you uh, if you, you could sign up for, um, you, I think you can get a month free trial to That's true. WWE Network. Yeah, and you and, can watch it on their app on your on your phone. You can watch uh-huh. it on the app on like your Xbox and stuff. Yep. I mean, it's awesome. After that, it's $10 a month, but you could, you could check it out on there. If you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen anymore because we're going to tell you everything about that match. Yeah. So turn it off now. Yep, turn it off now. I'm gonna talk in three, two, one. The Arrow won. Yes, yes, dude. He he and he and Neville. You watched it. It was pretty it well, was, awesome, wasn't it? It was intense, yeah, man. Dude. I like I I came away with that from 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 watching that with like even more respect for uh, for for the wrestlers uh, yes. for the WWE wrestlers. Holy cow! I yeah, mean, man. I mean, uh, Stephen came in there and uh, and basically, you know, for he was doing really well, and then he got he got hit, and then he was down for a bit. But it's like you see over the course of the match, 
uh, Stephen Amell's back and like ribs and like he's just yeah. getting more and more bruised yeah, yeah. over the course of this match. Like he's just getting beat up. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the match, he he does this move, uh, and it's it's like he bruises his shoulder somehow, like his the back of his uh, shoulder blade super badly. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, King Barrett and Stardust are basically playing the roles of the villains in this uh, this scenario, and Neville and uh, Stephen Amell are playing the roles of the heroes. Yeah, um, rightfully so. Yeah, so it starts off, and um, Neville is uh, fighting King Barrett. Mm-hmm. King Barrett tags Stardust in. He says, "I don't want you. I want him." And he's pointing at Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell tags in. And he keeps calling him Oliver. He does call, keep calling him Oliver. Yeah, and so he, he uh, Oliver tags in and uh, actually holds his own against Stardust. Yeah. Stardust tags King Barrett back in, and that's that's when things fell yeah, apart that's for Stephen Amell. Yeah, that's when it started going south for Stephen Amell. Because have you seen King Barrett and his, I think, 12-pack on his stomach? Yeah, it's it wild. Is, it's insane. Yeah. So uh, there's that. And so uh, he was kind of having a bad time. He was on the ropes several times. He eventually got to the point where he could tag Neville in. Yeah. Neville handled them easily yeah. and was about to deliver the finishing blow whenever Stephen screamed at him for, to stop and said, let me do it. Yeah. And he gets up on the ropes, the top of the ropes, yep. and dives Outside the ring and yeah. takes out both Stardust and King Barrett. Throws Barrett at back at the same into, time. Yeah, throws Barrett back into the ring so the ne- Neville can can finish him off with another flying flip, crazy move and uh, pin him down on the mat. What for is the it called? Win. I think that, that is that move his uh like his signature move, the Red Arrow. Is that what that was? I have no idea because I'm pretty sure he has a signature move that's called the Red Arrow. I thought he was called the Red Arrow. I, I thought he has a signature move that's called the Red Arrow. Mm, mm. That's possible. Mm. But dude, so awesome, yeah, man! Dude. Oh man, Neville is like he's uh, such an acrobat, dude. He's like flipping around it's, the uh, the ring. There's all these like gymnast kind of moves. Yeah, and, and like uh, even Steven at one point he jumped over uh, King King Barrett and then just got I mean, he got kicked in the back. But right. I mean, it's, yeah. So it's like he, he jumped over him though. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's, there's a lot of uh, a lot of physical physicality to what's going on in that ring, man. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, like, what's what's funny is like. This whole kind of storyline really intrigues me. Where Stardust is is Cody Rhodes, who is now taking on his persona of Stardust as a villain, and he's looking for a hero. He's basically looking for an arch nemesis, you yeah. know. And uh, Stardust or uh, uh, Stephen Amell is that is that arch nemesis. Yeah. And, um, whenever he won the next night on, uh, or after he lost after Stardust and King Barrett lost the next night on Raw this past Monday. Yeah. Stardust and King Barrett were supposed to tag team fight another team. And after they come out and they are being introduced, Stardust turned on King Barrett. Oh, his team member. His teammate. Yeah. And uh, and took him out. <laughs> and then, beat him up. And beat him up. And then, yeah, it was wild. And then Neville came in and beat... Stardust up. Yeah, well, was about to take him out. Yeah, was was he was laying down the law. He was just breaking up this fight. Yeah, he was, and he was saying, like, "I listen, need to shut you down." Listen, you you are you are out of control. Yeah, that's what he's saying. You're out of line. Yeah. All right. And so uh, th- this feud continues, which yeah. is amazing, and honestly is making me be like, "All right, well, I'm just going to watch wrestling until this uh, until this thing uh, yeah, dude. ends." 
It's amazing. <laughs> like I love it. I, yeah, you're right because it's like even the intro before the fight, they did this thing and it had, had all this uh, this kind of comic book looking stuff and yeah. this action that and they cut together all the 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 different uh, confrontations that they've had mm-hmm. uh, over the course of this drama. Mm-hmm. And man, it's just like it's it's super intense. Oh yeah, like this is like straight out of a straight out of a comic book. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, what you were saying that like afterwards is like, man, like if the CW producers are smart, yeah. they will have these guys on the show. Yeah, like, I don't even. It's like you don't even have to make them a big role. You can just you know just put them in there, and yeah. it's like, holy cow, that's amazing. What I think is really cool, like there's a cool side of this, is that um, so uh, after it was revealed that he would be fighting Stardust at SummerSlam. Stephen Amell put together a uh, a t- another t- he does t shirt campaigns all the time for like charities and stuff like that and so he put together a t shirt campaign with um, all the information like it was basically a, a WWE shirt and uh, um, you could buy it and it would go to charity. It was and, a really cool looking shirt, man. Yeah, and I, I bought one, so I'll get one at some point, dude. That's it. awesome. Um, I didn't know you bought one. That's that's amazing, dude. Yeah. So he uh, he he made them or uh, he he sold them and one hundred percent of the proceeds went to charity. What was what was awesome was just seeing like. Everyone else get on board too. So like the uh, the WWE tweeted it out. Stardust yeah. tweeted out and said, "Hey, like whenever they're getting close to, uh, I think they were at eight thousand sold or something like that." And he said, "Hey, if we hit ten thousand sold, I will uh, appear and deliver the check personally." Um, That's amazing. Star- Stardust will, and so they hit ten thousand. So Stardust was like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna be. The, I will be there in person." You know, it's just like this is cool, man. Yeah, it you is know, really like cool. just using the, the the popularity of this one match to do some good is 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 a uh, a really cool thing. It's amazing, and I know that they had to jump through some hoops from for licensing um, as well because they. I mean, he's dressed as the Arrow on this shirt, oh, yeah. um, and so they had to jump through some hoops as far as like licensing and getting you know the WWE, getting DC. You know, it's like all of those things. So it all just worked out. Everybody just kind of worked together for this one thing. And so here's the status, uh, the, the 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 awesome status after it closed. He said our campaign for Emily's house in Toronto raised uh, two hundred twenty eight thousand eight hundred sixty seven dollars and sixty cents US dollars in just under six days mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing oh yeah and uh, it was just it's just super cool to see stuff like that happening love it but the the match was cool i thought that it was uh it was cool that um they he got to do that yeah and i honestly hope I, we see him again yeah dude i, I, hope I a rematch i really want to see him again i mean i realize you know everybody's got a busy schedule and it's like he's kind of already settled this one you know but but i would love to see it again i like oh, i'd yeah. love to see a rematch and yeah. uh give stardust another chance give him somebody other than other than king barrett uh to to go up against these guys with so yeah well that was a that was a short main segment john it was but but we are we did have a food cast we did have the food cast earlier the unplanned food cast yeah the unplanned food cast i think if you break this this episode down into thirds we've yeah. got a third of it is food cast <laughs> a third of it is news and a third of it is the main segment i like that that's i'm okay with it. it's good I, it works out man it, yeah. it really does yeah um well uh you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on twitter at chris 250 and john Wright 777 and always online at stayontargetpodcast.com oh at stayontargetpod yeah there you go yeah I don't know why on I kind of launched the rest of it. I don't, I, you you jumped the gun, it, Chris. Well, it's been a week since I since I did this. It's been two weeks. It's been since two weeks. Done. Yeah, two weeks since I've done this. So, um, I'm kind of rusty. Yeah. I what mean, are we, what are we talking about next week, John? Is uh, when is the Armorcrog coming out? That's not for another couple weeks because okay. they delayed it. Remember? Yeah, because it's coming out on the eighth. That's right. So that's two weeks from now. Uh, is the Armorcrog uh, review? Um, so yeah, we'll have to we may maybe set up something special for that. I'm, I'm not sure. I'll have to uh, see what we can do. Yeah. So this past week, this past Tuesday, Gears of War, 
uh, Ultimate Edition or whatever it's called came out and Until Dawn came out and so I'm finishing up like I think this weekend I'm going to be playing obviously a lot of the Call of Duty uh, beta and finishing up Batman. Nice. I, I'm like super, super close to being done with that thing, man. So you can update your review potentially on uh, on everything once oh, yeah. it all shakes out. Yeah, after uh, after I finish it. If and anything then, changed, I'm not sure if anything changed from what you shared before. Like, so. I have, it's, I'm 95% done. Like, I have 5% done. And nice. So hopefully I can get that knocked out. Um, the uh, And I think we might do some Destiny maybe this weekend. Ooh, that, that would be fun. I, I actually, over the weekend, I did uh, beat Skolas. So oh, that man. is an update uh, that we'll have to uh, talk about on a later episode. Yeah, probably, we'll talk but. about talk about that next week yeah yeah because i i mean i really i don't want to you know i don't want to don't want to talk about it whenever we haven't both experienced right this, right Chris. right so because while you were in dallas i was uh taking down skolas <laughs> it was really sure. funny because i have my sprained ankle right and this was before i got the brace or whatever and yeah. I, obviously you know with uh with the sprain you just you take take off the brace anyway like right. the, the the boot anyway while i'm sitting there um and uh, so at one point, you're, I was a couple, like an hour or so in, you know, so we're, we're an hour or maybe two in. Yeah. And it gives me the warning, your controller's about to die. Oh, no. And I was like, guys, my controller's about to die. And I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, it, it, I was like my, my leg was up. And so I had to like do this weird like th- three-legged uh, <laughs> crab walk over to the over to the, the cord, plug back in my controller, and have them cover me the whole time. And it took a, took like two or three minutes to, for this to happen, and uh, I didn't die. They they covered me. They oh, covered good. me quite well. That's good. So yeah, it was just a, a, f- a funny situation. That's awesome. Um, so I think what I'm. Um, what I'll do for a second here. I, I, when, I think I started doing this at some point and then maybe like did it for like two weeks and haven't done it in a long time. But uh, just, I think there's some a couple movies you can go see this week. Opening this week is No yeah. Escape. Mm. Um, it's a uh, movie with Pierce Brosnan and um, Owen Wilson. That looks pretty cool. It's like an action movie. Cool. Yeah, that looks really cool. There's something with uh, Zac Efron called We Are Your Friends that looked decent. Um, and uh, so both of those come out this weekend. Also playing... Right now, straight out of Compton is still there. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation is still able. So the man I need to uncle. see that one. Uh, I think probably what? I'll, I'll probably go see seen it. Right. I mean, I, ever since like I've been, mm. I haven't left the. I didn't leave the house for like five days or something. This like is that the perfect time I, to do it though, because you're just exactly. sitting around. That's what I was about to say. It's like I got I got about you know four hours every you know Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um. So that's a, I get you know I I have some time to kill, and so rather than sitting around thinking about you know, not running. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that whole thing, I can I can go see uh go see an awesome movie yeah dude you should totally do that yeah absolutely uh yeah let me know if you do i totally will all right um but yeah that's if i think i might start doing that again like okay what what is there to go see in the movies this week yeah you You know know? i I think that's a cool thing you know it's like hey and and maybe if we've seen one in a pre-release or something hey what do you see you know what would you recommend seeing that sort of thing i think that would be uh that'd be cool yeah for sure all right well that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay Stay on on target. target